This is Christ in Business, episode 37. Have you ever thought business growth seems slow and even mysterious, like what makes your business grow? Business is not slow and mysterious, but it's actually predictable, and you can engineer it and speed it up. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Are you ready to combine your passion for business and your love for God through simple, practical, and profitable business practices? Do you want to have an eternal impact on the culture and community around you through your business? Now is the time to partner with God, profit with purpose, and build a kingdom-class company. Welcome to Christ in Business, where we'll explore the stories, strategies, successes, and failures of those doing the ministry of Christ in Business. Here's your kingdom business coach, David Robertson. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome back to Christ in Business. This is episode 37 and I am in the middle of batch recording. So I've been in the in the studio all day, so to speak, recording episodes for you, recording and delivering content. And I am excited to um, bring these next few weeks of episodes. But today, what we're going to be talking about today is specifically how you can engineer business growth, how you can condense several years of business growth into one year. And I believe it comes from a simple truth. And that is what we're going to be talking about today. Um, Specifically, the problem, you know, I've talked with a lot of business owners, some Christians, some not, not, but business growth always seems to be a mystery. Like, man, if I could just get through this hurdle, if I could just get do this, if I could just get to this point, or if I, if I could just do find these things, then, then things would just be so much better. Things would be, I, I could really grow my business, or I could really do this, and I, man, I'm just trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, but I just don't know what to do. Maybe, or as a Christian, I hear this all the time. I'm waiting for God to bless me. I'm waiting for this to happen. And I understand that there is definitely a season of waiting. There's definitely that. However, I don't think it's as much of a, I I wouldn't even call it a season of waiting anymore. I think there are, there are definite seasons of growth. And that's what we're going to be talking about. I think you I I think business growth, personal growth, relational growth, investment growth, if you want to grow a flower, I think or if you want to grow a tree, I think there are seasons. There's some seasons that are longer and some seasons that are short or shorter, but I don't think we have to go much further than to watch how God has created the literal seasons around us and the literal stages of growth around us to see that that there, God actually has a very predictable, very understandable way that he has created the earth to grow and created things to expand. Uh, we can look at macroeconomy and look at how, how the economy works in the United States or another country. We can look at farming we can look at we can look at how trees grow we can look at a, we, we can look at life and see that there there are different seasons and different ways that the that God has created the earth to function and i believe that that we can do that and so 
you know, my obsession with this idea of business growth and learning how businesses grow and what makes the difference between a successful company that has the freedom and the profit that they want in their business and what has makes a company that is stuck and seems to be going through the same cycle over and over again, repeating the same year over and over again, or the same two years over and over again. Studying that, that started, many of you know my story, but it started when my dad actually had fallen in love with business really, really early. I had fallen in business as a, as a young kid and, and, Um, I was one of those kids, typical entrepreneur, I guess you could say, typical serial entrepreneur. I was one of those kids. I I started a paper route and hired my friends to deliver the papers. I'd pay them half the money that I would get, which ended up being like 25 cents um, per paper per month. And then I'd, then I would, um, so I'd pay them at the end of the month after I collected all my money from the customers uh, every each person on my route, and then I pay them their money, and then I'd take my my part of the money and would go buy candy and sell the candy back to them, so I could get my money back. <laughs> um, saved up enough money, started a lawn mowing business, had a couple clients, a couple people that I mowed lawns for, but I fell in love with that process of business, starting a business and and figuring it out and then going on to the next thing. All right. So I, I fell in love with business at a, at a really, really early age. I was, I loved family road trips because I could sit in the, the, what we called the hump seat, the back seat, the middle back seat with my brother and sister on either side. And I'd stick my head in between. Um, I love that seat because I could stick my head in, in the front seat and listen to business motivational tapes with my mom and dad. So we'd go on a family road trip or we'd drive anywhere, anywhere that was longer than an hour, I'd be there sticking my head in front listening to those tapes. So I wasn't your typical normal kid, but I, uh, but, um, I absolutely loved business. And then in high school when my dad closed his business and he said, you know, I, I just don't feel like I'm good at the business side of things. I'm not good at managing people. And really I'm just tired of missing life for for a dream that isn't coming true and and maybe you felt like that yourself but at that at that point i i determined and i i kind of made a commitment subconsciously that i was going to figure out what makes a business wildly successful and what is the difference between every other business who would they don't have the freedom they don't have the the time they don't have the profit that they want out of their business. They don't have the fulfillment out of their business. What makes the difference between those who owners who have the freedom and profitability and those who don't, what makes a wild successful, wildly successful business successful and what makes the others not. So I did, I kind of committed myself to figuring that out. So that is where my growth, my, um, process or that is where my story began back in high school when I determined that I was going to figure business out. And then at one point, um, actually my first business, I fell flat on my face and said, no, I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm done with this. But I could not let business go. It was just one of those things. It was in my heart. I was unemployable, so to speak. And God called me back to business. And I was, I was remember mowing the lawn one day and asking, God, show me how to make money your way. 
show me how to make money your way. And I, it was actually, I was actually working as a heating and air technician for a company at the time. And a few months, a few months later, um, I felt God calling me back to business, even though I didn't want to go, I kind of wanted to learn without doing it, <laughs> wanted to learn the safe way. Um, but, and ultimately I ended up being called back to business and I was driving down the street one day, um, after starting the heating and air company that I started and I was driving down the road and saying, Lord, how does business growth work? Because I too was frustrated. I was confused. I was like, man, if I could just figure this out, I keep finding myself in this position. I keep finding myself needing to grow, but not having the resources to grow. And I keep finding this. And I was actually driving down through in um, east of Dayton, um, Dayton, Ohio. I was actually driving through a cornfield at the time. And the, the corn was... It was in the middle of the fall, and the they were. I saw some uh, a harvester going through and harvesting, and I said, "Lord, how does how teach me how your secrets teach me your wisdom for how business grows?" And he said, "Just look at the farmer. Look at the farm." And I did. I, I looked at that and I saw that was happening, and I said, "All right, there's 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 a harvest going on." And then he said, "Well, so, some of what's harvested is." kept for seed and some of what's harvested is kept for profit and growth some of it is your bread some of it is your seed and so i started looking at that and thinking about that and and i thought through all four seasons and i realized that there are four seasons of growth in farming at least there's a season of investing where you're planting a season of growing where not much looks like doesn't look like much is happening, but there is stuff happening. It may be under the surface. Then there's a season of harvesting where a lot of times we look at the someone in their season of harvest and say, man, they, they were an overnight success. And then there's a season of resting and recovery. Now we can look at muscle growth and say that there's four seasons there too. We can look at the economy and say that there's four seasons there. We can look at a business growth and say that there are four seasons there. I heard a business owner saying one time, you can't just go, 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 go. Sometimes you have to rest. Sometimes you have to, there's a season where you're investing and you're pushing everything to grow. But then if you do that constantly, you'll burn out and you won't, and you'll end up destroying your business. It won't grow. You, you, there are built in seasons of rest that you have to go through to normalize the level of success that you're at. So, so there's all these seasons of, there's these four seasons of investing, which could be considered springtime. There's growing, which is summer. There's harvesting, which is fall. And then there's resting, which is the winter. And there are certain activities that you need to be doing in all of those to increase your capacity to grow to the next season and the next thing. Otherwise, you'll sit there and you'll spin your wheels and you'll grow your business to a certain point. But if, you, if you're out of sync on the seasons and you're not aware of it, then you'll just fall right back out, right back down into the last season or the last growth cycle, and you won't ever graduate to the next level. All right, so if, and I believe, and I'm, I'm in the process of testing this out in my own business and my client's business, and I've seen how growth happens. I've seen it multiple times with clients, and I, I've, I can recognize it in the past, but I wonder 
And here's what I'm wondering, and here's what I'm praying through, and here's something that you can pray through too as well. If you can know your seasons and know what to do in those seasons, then you can navigate your business growth and even accelerate your business growth. If you can know what to do in the seasons and you know what season you're in and you know what to do, then you can actually navigate growth. It doesn't become, it's not a mystery. It's something that you can engineer because you know what season you're in, you know what you need to be doing, you know what's coming, so you know what you need to be doing then. And you can actually accelerate it because you know exactly what to do in the right season. So maybe you've experienced this spiritually where God has taken you through a a resting period or God is taking you through a dry spell, sometimes we call it. And, but if you knew what was supposed to be done in those seasons, and sometimes the, the fastest way to go through a trial or to go through something is God help me learn what needs to be learned so I can get through this as fast as possible. And I would believe it's the same way with growth, that if we can just know what needs to be done in the season that we're in and do that as fast as possible, do that as much as possible, as faithfully as possible to steward our companies and to steward our business, to steward our profits, if we know what needs to be done, then we can predictably move on to the next season, graduate on to the next season and the next season. We can continue investing and then recognizing that investing is hard. And then uh, because we have to spend things, we have to invest in things, we have to invest our time and our money and our effort and our resources. But knowing that after we invest and after that initial investment and there's a continuing maintenance of that investment, while it seems like nothing is going on, We know that there's growth going on, and then there's a period of harvest, and knowing that there's some of that harvest is for profit, and some of that is for investment, and some of that is for different areas in our business. So we know we can steward that harvest well, and then there's a time of rest where we're actually planning and recycling and moving into the next season, getting ready for the next year. If we can know those seasons, we can speed those up. So I want to encourage you to to discern and go to God and ask, what season am I in spiritually? What season am I in um, personally growth-wise? What season am I in in my business, in my relationships? And what do I need to do right now? What do I need to do? Am I in a season of investing Am I in a season of growing where I'm just maintaining for a while while the growth is happening underneath? Am I in a season of harvesting and how do I steward that harvest? Or am I in a season of rest? Even, Even God, the way he set up the week has a regular day of rest. Then he set up the years. So there's years of rest. And he set up a collection of years so that there's years of rest. There's, um... Sabbath days or Sabbath years. So the, he has set up everything. I believe he has set up to go through these cycles of growth. And it, it's one of those things that where I'm testing out and I'm learning and I'm actually seeing quite a bit of pretty awesome results 
that if we know what season we're in and we can predictably know what activities we need to be doing, we can not only navigate our growth, but we can also speed it up and expedite it. We can condense years of growth into months. So guys, I bless you. Take this nugget of truth. Take this nugget that I'm experimenting with and I don't know everything that there is to know. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. I'd love to hear what your experience has been. You can go to the um, the show notes page and leave a comment. Just go to thedavidrobertson.com slash CIB037. CIB037. And leave comments on here. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are about the seasons of growth that you're in, the growth seasons and what you've learned about business growth, what you've learned about personal growth. But until next week, guys, I bless you to partner with God in this so that you can know the season and know what what needs to be done in the season. I bless you to go profit with a purpose, that you can fulfill the purpose God has for your business and the assignment that he's placed you in. And I bless you to go beyond world-class and build a kingdom-class company. Guys, until next week, I bless you. Go be Christ in business. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. I want to make sure you heard that right. You are Christ in business. You have been adopted into the royal household of God. You are heirs to God and co-heirs with Christ. You've been raised up with Christ. You've been seated in heaven, and you are called the body of Christ, the fullness of God. This is who God says we are. And if we're God's sons or daughters in business, we don't let the world set the standard for what God's kids do in business. No, we partner with God. We profit with a purpose. And we go beyond world class to build kingdom class companies. We are Christ in business. And I want to encourage you to join us right now as we march the name of Christ to the top of the business mountain. Give Jesus his full reward and show the world we are his disciples. Here's a few ways you can do that. First, share this podcast with someone you know who is Christ in business. Second, subscribe and leave a review in this podcast app because that helps this podcast get found. And third, join the I Am Christ in Business Facebook group by going to thedavidrobertson.com slash group. 